there. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a more compassionate plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. And this episode of the Vegetarian Zen podcast is all about lentils. Now, that might sound a little boring, (laughs) but like with everything else, we're trying to make it a little more entertaining for you. And we want to talk about not just what they are, because I think they are a very important component of a plant-based diet, of any diet, but particularly if you're plant-based. But we're also going to give you actually five recipes for what the heck you can do with them. Because, okay, now you know what they are. Now we're even going to talk to you about how to cook them pretty easily. But then you got to know what to do with them. And that's been my issue, I think, with lentils. I mean, they're they're not my favorite thing, but I like them. And But I just don't know what to do with them other than just like cook them and then just put them on the side of your plate with something. But <sighs> they're not as appetizing that way as I think they would be in something. <laughs> yeah, no, and you're absolutely, and, what, and the, well, about what you just said, why it's so important that you kind of get an idea when we're trying to give you some inspiration here is because it's so easy to just go, well, I don't like them, I guess, because mm. you're just like making them the same way and it, you know, they're bland or. Yeah, it's just know, like quinoa, just exactly. plain quinoa on the side. I don't like. Right, right. All right. So before I do have some exciting news here, before we get into our main topic, we have a review yay Yay. now i just want to add here before we get into the review i I had no idea we were getting a pretty steady stream of itunes reviews and then they just stopped and i don't know if it's because i mean our downloads have actually gone up so i don't think it has anything to do with that um so i have no idea what's going on with that unless people are maybe leaving reviews somewhere else or maybe they just don't listen on itunes as much and well, no, that still happens to be one of our biggest yeah, downloads. Yeah, one of the so biggest downloads. I have no idea. Yeah. But if you have not left us a review, we would greatly appreciate it because we love reading them on the show. And they also help to motivate us and they help other people find us also. So thank you to the person who left this review. And that would be Susky 2 Oh, yeah. Her name who, cut off at the bottom. <laughs> who says, brightening my day in dark times. I recently found the Vegetarian Zen podcast, and I am so glad that I did. During these uncertain times and the fear and stress that has come with the pandemic, Vicky and Larissa never fail to brighten my day with their happy delivery of great vegetarian and vegan content. My life is a little hectic right now, and a little Zen is just what I need. Thank you both, not only for the information you share, but the joy as well. Thank you Thank so much, Susky too. And I said she, but uh, I'm, I was going strictly on our demographics a lot. Uh, skewed female, so. Huh. But thank you, Susky, to him or her. Thank for you for leaving us that review. We greatly appreciate it. All right, let's uh, hear from today's sponsor. This episode is brought to you by the Golden Apple Roundtable. Who are the members of the Golden Apple Roundtable? These are the folks that help ensure that the lights stay on at Vegetarian Zen by providing us with monetary support via Patreon.com. Patreon is a membership platform that makes it easy for artists and creators to get support from their fans, followers, and community members. Many people don't realize that there are costs involved in putting together a podcast, but we do incur costs for media hosting, website hosting, equipment, etc. Any monetary support that we receive through Patreon goes directly back into the cost of producing the show and keeping it going free to our listeners. If you're interested in supporting us on a monthly basis, please head out to patreon.com forward slash vegetarian zen and there you will see a video of Larissa and me. 
And in that video, we discussed the mission of Vegetarian Zen. On the right-hand side of the page, you're going to see some various support levels, anywhere from a dollar a month to $50 a month. And you can also customize your uh, level of giving, by the way. Those are just some suggestions. Certain levels will qualify you for some Vegetarian Zen swag, such as a car magnet, recyclable grocery bags, stickers, or a t-shirt. Even a dollar a month can go a long way to help keep the podcast going. So thank you to our current, our past, and our future Golden Apple Roundtable members. Thank you. If you're not interested in contributing on a monthly basis, we also have a one-time button located on our website that says Buy Us a Juice. If you go to vegetarianzen.com forward slash support, you will see that at the bottom of the page. And you can provide us with a one-time monetary contribution to help support the show. All right. Are we ready to jump into lentils? Into a big pot a big, of lentils? <laughs> I was just going to say that. I'm picturing it like Linus jumping into the pile of leaves with his, his lollipop. Yeah, no. All okay. right. So, I, you know, I put together most of these outlines and I just love learning so much. And some of this stuff we, we've known at least a little bit along the way. And I knew lentils were pretty awesome. But I guess this really, you know, just focusing on a podcast on lentils, because we've done legumes before. Mm -hmm. But I really thought it would be warranted to just go down in a little bit deeper into some of these, especially lentils, because they're just so darn good for you. That's right. So let's talk so, about it. So to, we're, we're niching down into lentils now. <laughs> <laughs> we're just talking about niching down and something else. All right. So lentils, what are they? They are part of the legume family, as you just mentioned. We talked about legumes uh, because they, they grow in pods. So that's a characteristic of legumes. They're related to other legumes like soybeans, peanuts, and different other kinds of beans. Okay. And unlike their cousins, though, like beans, they don't have to be soaked for a long period of time. You can soak them if you want to, but you don't have to. Which right. is really good. And I the, the soaking will actually help with the cooking time as well. Just reduces the time. Yeah, it reduces yeah. the time, but it's already pretty good. So right. uh, you don't need to you don't need to soak them. Right. But it, but rinse them for sure. For sure rinse gonna, them. Yeah. Yes, rinse, always, it, always with rinse any, them. With any dried food or anything like that, always rinse them. All right, so let's talk about types. Yeah, and I should say there different sites and even Wikipedia had different like uh four there's four main types or there's five main types or whatever so yeah. i'm just listing the five main types here that we found but there's there's different varieties too so you have to know they come in different mm -hmm. uh shapes and sizes and all sorts of stuff so there's right. really a lot of different types but these are the main types all right so different uh several shapes and colors right mm -hmm. so there are green brown red and then there's pui which is also i guess known as french and black which is beluga it's Pui. not wee 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 beluga not not beluga caviar of course but um and they don't come from these lentils don't come from whales <laughs> but they do look like little but like looks caviar. like caviar uh -huh, yeah. looks like caviar all right so most lentils come in dried form but you can also find them in like ready to eat packages like i mean like canned or like the pouches that i like mm -hmm. uh, most grocery stores carry brown lentils which are um, the most common so those are also called european lentils and then green and red you can find at specialty markets and i would I, i'm pretty sure that you can get them at whole foods in the bins cuz i think i've gotten them there before um, and maybe some other like maybe trader joe's and some other places like that yeah and these have been around for a while 
something like 8,000 years. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> They've a been part bit. of the human diet. So we've known about these for a long time and have uh, enjoyed them for a very long time. About 8, yeah, so, yeah, so they're the, actually a little fact. They're one of the earliest known crops. Very cool. And like you said, at least 8,000 8, years. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, They've they they're a staple in South Asian and Mediterranean cuisines. Mm-hmm. It's so incredible to me when we watch like documentaries where there there are these archaeologists and uh, they're like doing forensic uh, archaeology, looking at bones from different and poop. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and they're able to like tell what the diet was uh-huh. and all. That's really cool. It's very fascinating to watch. Really, yeah. All right, so let's talk about what lentils do for your body. Okay. So- so, no, oh, I'm sorry. Ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go you, ahead. I thought you were like, I was setting me up. in. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> it was the, <laughs> the volley there. All right. Uh, so, most of us living a plant based lifestyle have heard the question, but where do you get your protein? <laughs> what about protein? <laughs> right? And that's one of the most common myths out there is that vegetarians and vegans do not get enough protein. And it, it's funny, though, because I know, especially when we became and sometimes even now, if you're put put on the spot with that question, has your mind ever gone blank? Mine just goes yeah. like blank. And we've been no, doing no. this for a long time. And sometimes it can. So I just thought, OK, sometimes it can still go blank. Well, I'm like, even though I, I say, well, all protein really comes from plants. Right. And <laughs> but, but, but still, it's, but still. Uh, so if you only remember one thing. Think about lentils mm-hmm. because they are super, super packed with protein and fiber. And unlike a big steak that somebody's going to convince, trying to convince you that you need to have in order to get protein, <laughs> uh, it's also very low in fats, which right. makes this an amazing substitute for meat. Right. And, you know, you can remember, too, I mean, beans are a good source of protein. So that kind of goes to to reason that lentils would be as well. And it's funny, you mentioned the steak and people think that you need steak or meat for protein, but people also associate red meat with iron. Yeah. And as we'll see, uh, lentils are also a good source of iron. Yeah. So let's talk about all the goodies that are in, in lentils. All right. So a one cup serving of cooked lentils is 230 calories, which is not bad considering everything that you get along with it. So 26% of those calories come from protein. That's pretty incredible. That's exhibit A. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, you know, because they're so high in protein, they're really good for vegetarians and vegans. And lentils themselves are not a complete protein. So a complete protein is one that contains all nine of the uh, essential amino acids. Lentils themselves are not a complete protein. But when you combine lentils and rice, which is very common in a lot of dishes, um, especially Mediterranean and Asian dishes, that makes a complete protein. So the amino acids in the um, uh, lentils combined with the ones in the rice, that makes a complete protein. Right. And we did an episode a while back, this has been a while now, on food pairing and how to like mm. help you, like some foods that are awesome on their own, like this one, but then you pair it with something else and it becomes like super awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so right. we're going to, we'll link to that in the show notes too, in case you're interested. Awesome. All but, right. So it's also, lentils are also high in B vitamins, including folate. And this folate plus high levels of magnesium and soluble fiber make them, make them really heart healthy for you as well. Good. All right. They're high in potassium. 
So just a half a cup of cooked green lentils contains 273 milligrams of potassium. You know, potassium is one of those things that I had, we were doing my fitness pal for a while. I'm not really doing it as much right now, but I had started tracking food. My fitness pal is an app to help you track your, your food. And primarily I was looking at macros because you know, I'm 52 years old and women of this age <laughs> tend to go through some hormonal things. Oh yes. <laughs> and, we do. and you know, I was feeling a little depleted recently. And of course, you know, there's a lot of things that factor into that because we're inside all the time now pretty much. And, not really stress being social, and, not seeing the yeah. family, all that stuff. Yeah, stress. Uh, so, but I wanted to track my macros to make sure that I wasn't deplete, depleted in anything. And potassium was one that was that was easier, I should say, to overlook. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize. And I eat bananas. I eat, um, you know, other leafy greens and stuff that I have. I, I drink smoothies at least a few times a week. But uh, this was one that... that uh, was a little bit harder to get in for me that I had, well, I, you know, I started paying attention more to it because right. I thought, hmm, I'm a little lower on that than I would have thought. So um, anyway, so this is a great addition to your diet. I think uh, the article I read said that it was like 33% of your pro uh, potassium requirement for the day already with just like half a cup. Wow. Right. All right. So uh, talking about fiber, lentils contain both types of fiber. So soluble fiber and insoluble. The soluble fiber slows digestion and converts uh, complex carbohydrates to sugar. So that stabilizes blood sugar levels, which is good. And then the insoluble fiber helps to lessen the risk of digestive disorders like Crohn's disease, like IBS, things like that. That's good for you on two counts then. Yes, it because is. Because it's good for your diabetes and for your IBS. I mean, eat yeah. some lentils. And then they, um, because they have both types of fiber and complex carbs, they provide a good energy boost. Mm -hmm. Like a stable energy boost, not mm -hmm. one of those like not a artificial, like you just not like had a, a Snickers lot of sugar. bar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, gosh, oh my gosh, that makes me think. I can remember when I was um, still working in archaeology. I w was doing lab work, and there was a um, it was just a, a crappy little lab, and but there was a vending machine in the next building. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many times in the afternoon I walked over there and got a full size Milky Way. Uh, and ate that in the afternoon. You know, the thing with those is, and now I, I think because I don't have them as much anymore or, or candy overall, like mm -hmm. in the amount I did when mm -hmm. I was younger anyways, you start, when you do have it now, mm -hmm. you really feel the effects. You feel the effects. Yeah. I can feel it almost immediately yeah. now when I have that. That's true. All right. So you were talking about iron in legumes, right? And so these help to ensure good oxygen oxygen distribution throughout the blood and contribute to a healthy metabolism. Okay. Who doesn't want that? Right. And then lentils are high in antioxidants that can help fight free radicals. I, <laughs> again, I'm picturing like hippies. Oh, uh, no, I was radicals. picturing like some Star Wars with a pew, 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 pew. pew. <laughs> um, and uh, can like help asteroids. fight. asteroids. That's yeah, what I was saying. Right. Like free radicals. <laughs> help fight those uh, free radicals and inflammation in the body, which is also really good. And you know that we really need to start eating some lentils because I mean, you've got bad problems with your knee mm -hmm. and I've got problems with, you know, inflammation from lupus and all this stuff. So we need to come up with some good lentil stuff. Nature we'll has its own medicine cabinet, you know, right. really does, really That's does. Right. All right. And we talked about this uh, just in our intro or toward the beginning, but they're also 
nearly fat free. Yes. That's cool. Didn't we? That's did we? Good. Oh, I, did think I think I did. We did. <laughs> If no, I didn't, I was not. thinking it. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I talked about how with the steak that, you oh, know, is yeah. high in saturated yeah. fat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's talk about cooking lentils because this is where, a, this is a big plus for them as well, as opposed to like beans, which to me really aren't that difficult to cook either. They just take a long take time. Take longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But dried lentils are really simple to prepare. And we mentioned you really don't have to soak them. You can if you want to, but you don't have to. But you should always rinse them. And because the green and brown varieties hold their shape better during cooking, they're better used for salads, rice dishes, and other things of that nature. Right, where you want to feel that, that texture. So the consistency of a cooked yellow, red, orange, pink, and black varieties tends to be kind of mushier yeah so those are good for kind of mushy dishes like curries or stews or soups or things like that where Mm -hmm. you're not as concerned with it's not like sitting on top of a salad yeah where it's smoother right right all right so we're gonna and in the show notes we will include a video for how to cook veggies i'm so veggies lent (laughs) for how to cook lentils on i read vegetable stock there uh how to cook lentils on the stovetop Right. So we will include that. And um, the video we're including does reference chicken stock, but obviously... Vegetable. It, yeah, yeah, obviously vegetable. It, it references chicken and vegetable. So obviously mm-hmm. if you're avoiding that, use veggie stock. That's right. Easy peasy. All right. So now we have cooked lentils. What do we do with them? All right. So this is a great question. This is exactly the type of question that when you go into our closed Facebook group, what up peas and carrots society? Okay. So when you go into our closed Facebook group and you ask this type of question, like, what can I do with lentils? You're going to get a ton of responses as did I. So unfortunately, because we've got so many, I can't list them all here, but um, we are going to pull out a few and I wanted a variety. So I wanted to start first with when you think of lentil, the first thing I think of is lentil soup. Yes. A lot of people yeah. think of that. It's very easy to make. And uh, Julie Martin, welcome back to our tribe, Yay, Julie. Julie. I think she's away from social media for a while, but now she's back and we're so happy she's back. And she chimed in with lentil vegetable soup by Ina, Ina Garten. Garten? Garten? Mm-hmm. Garten. Yeah. <laughs> Ina Garten. From, uh, and this is on the Food Network site. And so we will be including that. And... Julie said, my favorite lentil recipes are Ina Garten's lentil vegetable soup. I sub vegetable stock and skip the cheese. Right. So this had called for, I think it was chicken. chicken stock. And then it was Parmesan cheese, I think. But you can either substitute vegan Parmesan cheese or just omit mm-hmm. it altogether. Yeah. And you're not a big soup person. I, I am. I love soup. So I think I'm definitely going to check up check out this recipe and try it. Yeah. I, I don't mind it. It's just that... It doesn't fill me up. Yeah. And it just depends on the type of soup, but typically the, now the, now you've been making some good soup, like a French onion soup or uh-huh. something that was really good. That filled me up. But, but still we had like a, didn't we have like a Grilled sandwich? Or yeah, or something, gr- yeah, yeah. Something on the side. Yeah. Okay. Um, recipe number two. Oh, this one looks so good. This is barbecue lentils over baked potato wedges. Oh my gosh. That sounds really good. And this is from an, in the Instapot uh, website mm-hmm. on their recipe section. So yes. I'm, I'm assuming that it uses Instapot? Uh, I think so. I think so. Um, I don't recall. Uh, I would but think so. But I'm sure so. it did. It's on <laughs> instapot.com. Uh, uh, Sarah Horton from the Peas and Carrots said, Muhadera, 
I think that's a it's a uh-huh. lentil and rice uh, rice dish. Uh-huh. She said that's one of her favorite, but this recipe is very very uh, I guess similar. I guess it's like a the lentils over a starchy over, yeah. yeah yeah over starchy. Vegetable. And she said this one this one is good. Yes. All right, lentil loaf, and that's another one that I think people probably think at least vegetarians who mm-hmm. you know already are familiar maybe with lentils, uh, lentil loaf. So Bethany Corinne Allen said my Omni family likes this better than my grandmother's meatloaf but don't tell her that <laughs> we won't tell your grandma Oops, hopefully she doesn't listen <laughs> bethany okay so she included a recipe that she um that she uses but um yeah she put out all the ingredients which is oh totally she wrote cool. her own yeah. yes but i found one that was uh very similar and it was shared by julie martin also huh. uh and this was for ultimate vegan lentil loaf on oshi glows which okay. is a really good website so oh and it has walnuts too it does nice all right, so Sloppy Joe's. And this is another thing that um, is the, the recipe that we're including comes from Minimalist Baker, who I love. And, mm-hmm. you know, I make her stuff. Yeah, very cool stuff. And it was mentioned, lentil, the, I'm sorry, the Sloppy Joe's was mentioned several times on the post. Mm-hmm. I even heard somebody call it Snobby Joe's. I haven't heard of those. Snobby before. Joe's? It's snobby Joe's. Because <laughs> they but, use uh, lentils which are better than meat, so yeah, snobby. But uh, lentils lend themselves really well to the, this type of recipe because it mm-hmm. kind of has that same consistency of right. the ground beef that you right. would typically use with uh, Sloppy Joe's. Oh, Awesome. All right. And then the last one uh, that we're including here is coconut lentil doll. Now, this is a recipe uh, recommended by Nikki Birnbaum, and it's from Deliciously Ella. And Nikki said, this is one of my favorite warming dishes. Cooking the lentils in coconut milk makes each bite much creamier, while the tomatoes, cumin, paprika, chili, and curry powder add such a lovely blend of flavors. And actually, Nikki didn't say that. Ella. Oh, Ella did. Okay. <laughs> Ella said that. Okay. Yeah, that's on her site. That's from the site. Okay, yeah. got it. But Nikki Nikki did recommend it. Well, thank you, Nikki. Nikki's probably listening going, I said that. I said that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, okay. So those are the five recipes I wanted to share. Kind of a little bit of variety. When I was reading more about lentil recipes, I came across some unconventional ways to use lentils that I had not thought about, but I am totally open you probably would not so much (laughs) (laughs) well first of all uh the first one was in smoothies i didn't really think about that but it is a really good way to add protein Protein. to smoothies now i usually use uh, my new zest uh protein powder which i love i use i love vega too but right now i have two big tubs of new zest and um so you can, I'd never thought about that. And I would imagine that it wouldn't add like any weird funky taste to it either. Probably yeah. just be, you know, you blend it up sure in a good blender. Lentils, not <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You should always cook lentils. Uh, you, yeah, uh, you don't want to eat them raw. Um, well, um, and you know, it's funny. You, you mentioned new zest. Mm-hmm. New zest is a pea protein, mm-hmm. which is a legume. Yeah. Oh, that's a good, that's a very so, good point. Yeah. There you go. Okay. All right, and then in oatmeal. So I we're actually going to have a recipe link to uh, pulses.org, pulses.org, and they had a red lentil power porridge on there. That sounded really interesting, and I would be open to that. And I say you wouldn't try it because you don't like oatmeal, but I do. Does and this have oatmeal it. in it? Yes, it has oats. Okay, well, mm-hmm. never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then the third one is lentil pancakes. 
That's interesting. Yes. And so this kind of reminded me a little bit of your broccoli patties. Oh, so they're, so they're savory pancakes. Yeah, so they're not, not you're like not like, syrup. Yeah, you're not putting syrup on these. Yeah. These are um it is uh, lentil spinach. Ah, oh, that yeah. sounds good. Yeah, and they looked they looked pretty good and they didn't look like greasy or anything. Cool. So, definitely open to trying that. All right. Well, we hope you've learned about lentils and what the heck you can do with them. Uh, we hope this has given you a little bit of inspiration. We'll have all the links in the show notes, as we mentioned. And like I said, this is the type of stuff that it's great to ask in our closed Facebook group, which is over 3000 folks now. Very chill. No judgment. Just get along really well and help each other out with things like this. So mm-hmm. if you're interested, head out to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen you will be hit up with three questions you have to answer all of the questions are easy questions but we ask you answer the questions because there's just a lot of spam and Mm. stuff like that going around right now so if you don't answer the questions unfortunately we just filter those out and decline those automatically yeah and you know if you do try some lentil recipes after you listen to this episode um and you are a member of the group share them yeah. Share a post picture, share uh, where you got the recipe and how it turned out. Share a picture on Instagram and at Vegetarian Zen. There you go. That'd be awesome. Super. I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time, peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.